Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Up in here. It is almost Memorial Day. One week away from Memorial Day, actually. Oh, shoot. You have any good plans this weekend? Yeah, I'm going to float down a river. Oh, yeah. That's right. Awesome. How um How's your week been? Eventful. I would say it's been eventful. It was my birthday. Thank you to everyone who wished me happy birthday. Yeah. That, that was um very nice. Went camping. Ha- I planned a trip to go camping over my birthday, and it got cut short because my husband had to go on a business trip, which is like, it's fine. That That's our life. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. But I might have had a couple cocktails, and told the person camping at the site next door that it was my birthday and I'm pretty sure my husband didn't even remember and I was right because that person told my husband and that person (laughs) doesn't know you well enough yet (laughs) to be all up in our business (laughs) yeah so um yeah so we talked about the fact that he did not remember my birthday again but he remembered today. But he remembered today. So he did more. Okay. So then you guys. So, I mean, that was kind of a drag, right? And then somebody sideswiped our trailer on the way home. Oh my God. That cute little trailer oh of Gretchen. Oh my God. That she was like, having I a mean, real bad day. Oh my God. I'm it's sorry. Like we built it ourselves. It's like there's nothing. You can't take it somewhere to get it fixed. I know. Like we, we have to rebuild it. So it sucked. But to put a little smile on my face, my husband clearly called Tabitha and asked her what to get me. And it got delivered today, which is actually the day after my birthday. Tabitha is like, I don't know what you're talking about. He didn't she, call me. She texted me like, and she was like, I'm like, don't Did be you dumb. know? You need to tell me. I was like, I'm not telling you shit. (laughs) I beat it out of her. I don't know anything. Anyways, I think we are good. Good. Fingers crossed. Next year, I get some flowers and a dinner or something. Yeah. 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 And how's life in your neck of the woods? Texas is Texas. It's going. Uh, My kids are out of school. over. No school. Well, they're not out of school yet, but they're getting out of school this week. So, yeah, I mean, it's good. Oh, I went to San Antonio. Oh, my God. I checked out the Riverwalk. And did you have the Pace Picante? (laughs) No, No. I did not have the Pace Picante. That's funny. My husband said the same thing. Um, I did not. But I did see on the Daily Mail that the same day that I was at the Riverwalk, some other patron that was walking out down there dropped his wallet into the river 
you know, the river there, it's kind of funk. No, oh, it's funky. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's very clean river. And so his friend dips him head first, diving after the wallet. Oh, and shoot. so I did not personally see this, but I really wish I did. But it's busy. It's it's like a tourist type of destination, that river walk. But I thought it was pretty. I liked it. I thought it was happening. And yeah, it was a girl's trip. Did you girls get wild? Well, yeah. The second night, I think I beat it you into did. them, you guys. Okay. I yeah. was a little mean the first night. I have to apologize if any of the girls are listening. I will play all of your games next time. You know, <laughs> I just... <laughs> you didn't want to play I the just, games? I don't know. I wanted to go to the piano bar. Sorry. I told oh, you. Yeah. told you last time. Was it on Patreon last week? I was like... I, I'm going to go through Texas and look for all the piano bars. And so we went to the piano bar the next night and these girls rallied. They were very fun. So, yeah, my Texas friends are got an A plus. OK, good job. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think the San Antonio is fun. Well, it's fun to say at least. They got you know, the Alamo. You know, you know how I say it? San Antonio. Oh. Um, and I didn't make it to the Alamo because it's been raining Every single second here, you guys, yeah. people are like, oh, it doesn't rain that much. It's so awkward that it's suing it this year. I'm like, just like it doesn't snow either. Or freeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what's your drink of choice these days? Are you still drinking the tequila? Well, yesterday I drank I by myself. I drank um, wine by myself all day long. What kind? And then... I was drinking cupcake wine. It's like cheap, whatever. Is it Sauvignon Blanc or? No, I was drinking Chardonnay. I was drinking Chardonnay. Okay. Took myself to the store, picked myself up a birthday cake and a bottle of Chardonnay. Oh, I got a lottery ticket. Guess what? Got my damn money back. No way. You won? Dude, did you hear about that person that bought the lottery ticket, the winning ticket? I think it was like $100 million and they washed washed it. it or some shit. Oh, God. God, that would just fucking kill me. No, you would literally die. You would. I don't even know how that would would never happen to me because I guard my lottery tickets like they're my children. It would happen to me. Yeah, it would happen to you. It would not happen to me because I take care. I take care of my shit. No, I would 100 percent. It would happen to me. I throw it away because I'm like, this is old. Toss it out. Not even ever look. But they have them on video purchasing the ticket so they know they know that person that is the winning ticket and it's oh, that person well, so i'm hoping that yeah they at least get the they get, get it the together money. yeah well let me finish telling you this though so i ran out of wine <laughs> okay <laughs> and then i got a knock at the door you know my sister owns a winery right yes did you get wine oh my god she did yeah so she sent me a bunch of wine and my kid Ruby was like, I swear to God, this is what she goes, says. She goes, oh, my God, Mom, how did she know you ran out? <laughs> and you weren't like, oh, she's sending me a little birthday gift, honey. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so funny. I maybe it is time to get these children back to school because, you know, I've heard a lot of things come out of their mouth lately that I'm like, you are spending way too much time with mommy. Yeah. I Last night I... we watched Eurovision comedy. Okay. It's like dancing. I think I was stoked. The kids, it's like funny Will Ferrell movie that they would watch it with me for my birthday. And there was a scene and my daughter Willow just goes, oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, you cannot say that. Oh, my God. But I had been drinking the wine, so I might have laughed. Oh, gosh. When she did. Okay. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. Well. That's crime. What? What's the crime? What's the crime? Well, let me tell you. All righty, Gretchy, are you ready for the crime? Yeah. Okay. This week, I'm going to tell you about a tragic story about a beautiful mother whose life was cut short. Her birth name was Kathleen Dawn Martin, but she went by the name Kat, which... I think it's quite fitting if you ask me. She seemed like a ball of fun. Outgoing, lots of energy, liked attention. 
I feel like people that shorten their name to like cat are a little frisky. You know any cats? I know a tab. A tabby cat. Same. I do know a cat, actually. And she's she's a real fun girl. I think you have to be fun if your name is cat. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Actually, I know two cats. Both fun. Okay. See? I just knew it. So Kat was born in Tampa, Florida on February 15th, 1975. And unfortunately, there's not a lot about her before her death or before she was like an adult. But I can tell you that she went to Bloomingdale High School and she was the class of 1993. Go Bulls. Okay. The town is called Brandon, Florida. It's like an unincorporated town right in Tampa. And here's an interesting fact about this little town high school. It was recently in the news because one of the teachers has just been sentenced to 15 years in prison for spying and taping the students changing. Like taping them. Gross. Fucking perv. Okay. Another fun fact about this Little high school is Kelly Ripa's husband, Mark Consuelos, went there and he was the first graduating <sighs> class in 1989. I love him so and much. He He's is so hot. He is so hot. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, Kat went to school. I've loved with him, him since he was Mateo on I mean, all my children, by the way. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. I just, Fun fact. you know, they both are really cute people. They're in there beautiful together. It's stupid. Yeah, it is really. Okay. So back to Kat. After high school. Okay. She went to high school with him. Yeah. He must have been like a senior when she was a freshman. I'm thinking, okay. right? He graduated 89. She graduated 93. Mm-hmm. I think so. He probably thought she was a disco biscuit, by the way. I'm oh, sure yeah. of it. She thought the blonde hair like Kelly. So anyways, back to Kat. After high school, I don't know if she went to college, but by 2004, she would end up meeting her soon-to-be husband at a party. I think a Super Bowl party, actually. And his name was Jeff West, or it is Jeff West. Jeff was super different than Kat. Like, he liked to have a good time, but he was more on the quiet reserve type. He was a military recruiter at the time. And he had served for years in the military. So I think you can kind of imagine that type of guy. You know, I get those. The I just fill out this questionnaire where they ask if military recruiters can contact your children. Oh. Am I an asshole if I say no? No, you're not. I love the military. Like, you can talk to your kids about it yourself. You don't need a recruiter calling. By the way, I did get a recruiter calling me when I was in high school, and I almost signed up. Because I was like, I get free college. That sounds like a good deal. My mom was like, I don't think you should do that. Oh, my husband told me his grandpa just took him down one day. Oh, really? And he nearly signed up. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and then he came home and got his mind <laughs> changed. I, 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 <laughs> they were pretty convincing. I'm like, college? Oh, yes. Don't have to pay yeah. back? I don't think you have to pay back anymore anyway. So True. I think that Kat kind of liked the guy in the uniform type of thing. So, I mean, who doesn't? After years of service to our country, Jeff was honorably discharged and he became a campus police officer at the local college. Lots of reports online comment on how these two looked real different and they didn't align with each other. Kat is super blonde voluptuous. She fancies herself as a Marilyn Monroe lookalike. And she's got that vibe. Maybe a little more erotic Marilyn, but I think that's kind of what what she was going for. And Jeff, he's kind of shorter, stockier, bald guy with this goofy look to him. I don't think it's super weird to have people in different calibers that connect. I don't know. I'm always jealous of those girls that can wear red lipstick like Marilyn. She, Kat could for sure rock the red lipstick. I can't rock any kind of dark lipstick. Me neither. You know who still can and she's older is um, Gwen Stefani. She is like perfection with lipstick. It's just, and to me, I put it on, I look like 50 years older. Yeah. Does not work for me. 
Yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah. So these two fell hard for each other really quickly. They met in February 2004, and they were tying the knot in Vegas just four months later. And I saw their wedding photos. She looks absolutely stunning. And he's in his uniform, and they look real good together. Oh, I think. Yeah, that's cute. I love a uniform wedding. Dude, I do too. And, you know, I mean, I just, I, I'm probably biased because I do like a man in the uniform. And I think their hotness meter goes up, you know, once they put it on. Yeah. Just saying. Are you, are yeah. you thinking that I might not, should not say that? <laughs> my, my husband doesn't wear a uniform and I still think he's super hot. But I'm just saying, like. Clearly. You know, when we walked out of Dallas and we saw that hot police officer, it was like. Oh, my God. His hotness meter went up. Like, he probably wasn't even oh, that hot. But he was. 100% standing, it did. Standing there in his uniform. I'm like. Yeah. You're cute. Yeah. Okay. So by 2005, these two had a little girl named Lola. And Lola was an only child, and I can only imagine that she was the love of their lives. But having a baby didn't stop them from having fun. They would often send Lola to their grandparent or her grandparents' house, and they would have date nights or even weekends together, which I think is super smart. Just saying. I don't know what that's like, but I'm sure it's fun. I know what it's like. My kids are going to their grandparents on Saturday, so I can go to guess where I'm going. Where are you going? I think it's called Billy Bob's. Is it called Billy Bob's? Sounds like a place I would enjoy. Dude, it's uh, the honky tonk. (laughs) And 100% it's in Fort Worth. Okay. I could be wrong on the name, but I think it's something like that. And I think that you would fully enjoy it. So Okay. Well, scope it out because I'm coming back. I know. I know. I'm going to get a babysitter for when you're coming. So anyhow, on the night of January 3rd, 2000... I'm going to start stretching right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on the night of January 13th, 2008, Kat and Jeff went on one of their date nights. After dinner, they stopped by a liquor store and bought some booze. She bought some absinthe and he bought some bourbon. Okay. Sophisticated. You know... But absinthe, have you heard of absinthe before? Do you know? Yeah. You know, it yeah. was like illegal for a while here. Yeah. Um, it's 124 proof. I think this shit is strong. I think it's real stupid and people just drink it to be like a hipster. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's I'm pretty to make sure you hallucinate. that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if they're you're drinking absinthe, you're drinking it out of like some cool glass that you bought at Urban Outfitters. Oh, but I don't I'm think just that's saying. like how Kat was. I don't know. But. I think I she know. was actually maybe like, drinking it straight. It, I think it, I think, yeah, I think it t- makes your mouth taste like fire. <laughs> 124 proof. I'm pretty sure it does. Okay. So anyhow, these two took the bottles home and Kat got all cutesy in lingerie as she had an OnlyFans site. Oh, shoot. Where she would take naughty pictures for some cashola. Funny thing is we just talked about this OnlyFans on, wasn't it on a Patreon where we were talking about the bad Barbie check? Yeah. Or was that on regular? Yeah. She made six million bucks on her first six hours on OnlyFans. You guys know what we're talking about? The catch me outside. I thought it was one million. It was six? No, I think it was. No, she made three million dollars in the first six hours. Oh, my God. The Catch Me Outside girl, I just looked her up. Seriously, I can't. I can't. But anyways, OnlyFans, you can make some money. Kat was making some money on the side. She was called on on OnlyFans Kitty Cat West, which I was pretty... That's a good name. Well, yes, but it's her real name. Her name is Cat West once she got married to Jeff West. Yeah, that's true. Why? I don't know. I mean, it is a great name. But maybe be like Kitty Cat South, something else, (laughs) anything else, not your last name. Just saying, I don't know if it's like the best idea to be showing your tatas and giving your real name. But she had a couple hundred fans, Gretchen, paying her a monthly fee and then making more money for requests. You know, you can like say, I'm going to, you know, show me this shot and then 
I'll give you this much money. Are we in the wrong business? I definitely think we're in the wrong business. And let me tell you why. I did a little bit more research on this OnlyFans. There is a girl on OnlyFans that makes $10,000 a month dressing up like a puppy for her furry fans. You know, these furries, people are like, I know, I know the furries. Okay. She makes $10,000 a month dressing like a fucking dog. Well, what does she do though? Does she have to put like a dildo in her mouth while she's dressed up as like, I don't think so. I think she has to like eat out of a dog bowl. I mean, I didn't really pay for her to watch her, but $10,000 $10,000 a month? I don't know. Honestly, I don't think I could keep a straight face. I mean, we joke. <laughs> I don't think so either. I don't think it's... I don't think... I don't judge. I mean, get your OnlyFans on, but shoot. I don't think... I just don't think I have the stomach for it. To act like a dog or to take or pictures the with Or the Both. <laughs> or put on lingerie. I mean, it's like a lot of work. I don't even do that for my husband. <laughs> It is a lot of work. It's too much work. So Kat loved to be sexy, and she actually liked putting on the lingerie. And she also liked all the attention that she got from the OnlyFans groupies. And, you know, it seemed like Jeff didn't mind either, because he's the one that took the pictures of her for it. Yeah. So I've actually known guys that like when they're women, like other men like their women or get off on like looking at them. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds kind of odd um, to some, but there are men out there that like other men looking at their women. So, oh yeah, I've known him. You've known, I've known, you've known, I've known, I've known of them. And one I, in particular, I can think of who he was a boat captain. Oh, um, I think I dated one. Oh, yeah, you might have. No, this I guy like to go to like they went to clubs. You know, swapped. Oh, those kind of clubs. OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like there's tons of that. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Anyways. um, Jeff. So that night they come home. She gets all cutesy in her lingerie. Jeff shoots mm-hmm. some pictures of her and heads to bed. And Kat keeps drinking. And actually, her drinking was a bit of an annoyance for Jeff. Like, maybe she liked the bottle a little too much. But who doesn't? Well, how much can you drink? Clearly. 120 <laughs> proof. Well. Two, and you're like, blotto. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's probably that. I don't know. Maybe absinthe. I, I think maybe absinthe isn't the drink of choice for anybody listening. Just saying. Okay. So Jeff hits the hay and around five o'clock in the morning, police are at his doorstep. A teenage neighbor was driving to work when she spotted Kat naked from the bra down laying on the side of the street across from Jeff and hers house. So this poor girl sees Kat, turns around to go get her mom, and they call 911. And sure enough, it's Kat, and she is dead from blunt force trauma to her head. Next to Kat's body is her cell phone and the bottle of absinthe kind of laying like right on top of it, on top of her cell phone. Okay. When the police get to Jeff's door, it's wide open, and... Jeff has no idea that his wife is dead. But you know what he didn't do, Gretchy, when they told him? What? He didn't run outside to see her. He just, like, calmly looked at the officers and started to smoke a cigarette. So everybody's different. I don't, I don't know. I mean... I don't know what he should have been doing, but I would have to see it. If it was me, I would have to be like, I would be like, what are what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like running to go see. Me too. So they are like, what the F happened? Why is your wife 
laying there dead and why is your door open and where were you? And so they needed answers. So they take Jeff to the police station and Jeff spoke to them for hours. He waived all of his Miranda rights and he told the story that I just told you. Jeff answered all their questions, even ones about their marriage, and he says they're all good. He didn't have anything to do with this, but he also had no idea who could have. Turns out the autopsy that was performed said the death was undetermined. They know that she had the trauma to her school. Her blood alcohol level was over three times the legal driving limit. So she was pretty wasted. Yeah. Um, there were two puddles of blood, like maybe somebody had moved her. But nobody knows what hit her head um, or who would want to murder her. Or did she just fall, hit her head, stumble a little bit and land on the other side of the road? The investigators were pretty convinced right away that Jeff was guilty and it didn't look like anybody on her OnlyFans was the crazy stalker. So they did look into, you know, like all the people that were messaging her on OnlyFans to see if anybody seemed like they could have been obsessed or, you know, want to know who she was. Yeah. So they arrest Jeff for murder of his wife, Catherine West. Um, And you know who was not convinced of Jeff's guilt? Who? Pretty much everybody. Well, I'll tell you what. I feel like I don't like his reaction. This is just where I'm at at this point. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if he was going to kill her, he would have done it inside the house. Like the outside thing doesn't make any sense. I kind of feel that way, too. You know, if you kind of analyze people that do killings, somebody that leaves their victim... In the place, like in the place that they killed them, is often not somebody that knows them. If you have somebody that goes and hides the body, that's usually somebody that knows them. Agreed. So, and I know that if you talk to anybody that does this for a living and researches this stuff, they would say the same thing. So it is real odd that she's outside and he's just inside and she's dead. Doesn't really make sense to me. So Kat's parents are like, no way did Jeff do this. They are convinced that he's not guilty. Okay. They would know. You would think. So these two, they've been together since 2004. This is now 2018. And he was kind and caring. And he went along with her crazy you know, OnlyFans thing. I guess she even recently told Jeff that she wanted to explore getting involved with women. And he was really upfront with that to the police. Kat's mom has said that her daughter was an exhibitionist and liked attention, craved attention, and would often drink too much, run outside naked, and jump on trampolines, jump off electric boxes. So she was kind of like a Once she got a little wasted, she was a little frisky, like I said, you know. Sounds like a good time. She totally does. (laughs) She even testified, This Kat's mom testified in Jeff's defense. Um, But the prosecution just wasn't buying it. They said the evidence they had showed that Jeff murdered Kat. And the evidence that they presented is this. Jeff and Kat both had iPhones. And, you know, on your iPhone, there's like a health app and it tracks your steps if you have your iPhone with you. Well, Jeff's health app on his iPhone had him moving 18 steps between 11.03 and 11.10 that night. And remember, he said he went to bed at 10.30. Kat's phone had activity that stopped at 10.54 at night. The family alarm system tracks open and closed doors, you know, mm-hmm. and it had the front door opening at 10.53 and shutting seconds later. So right around the time that Kat's phone stopped moving, 
the door opened and closed. The door opens again after 1 a.m. and never shuts. So that's why when the police arrived, the door's wide open. Hey, Grutch. Hey, Tab. How's your vitamin routine going? My vitamin routine has been going better than ever since I started taking care of vitamins. I took the easy, convenient quiz online, just like talking to a nutritionist. And I know that I'm taking the right combination because I feel great and I get these cute little packets delivered. Daily. I mean, they're like little daily packets. So, you know, I was always opening up all those bottles every single day. Not anymore. Forget about it. Who needs that? It's amazing, you guys. And listen, I know we're in February already, but we can still have a resolution, right? A New Year's resolution, a 2021 resolution, and make it small, impactful, and get your daily vitamins. Yeah, self-care. Make it a priority. Take your vitamins. Take your vitamins. So, you guys, easy online quiz at care of and we have 50% off for you boom boom just go to takecareof.com and enter the code clink 50 that's right go to takecareof.com and enter code clink 50 for 50% off You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks Astapro for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. A neighbor had claimed that they saw a man pacing back and forth the morning before the police arrived in Jeff's house. Now, I don't know if I totally buy that because it's freaking dark outside. So yeah. it would be hard to see like a person pacing Plus, I've seen a lot of things in the dark that weren't actually things that I was thinking I was seeing. The bottle of absinthe was near Cat, and it had a tiny, tiny, tiny sliver of glass missing. However, they didn't find any glass in Cat's skull in her autopsy. The bottle only had like a tiny, 
teeny tiny teensy bit of blood on it, but it was sitting right by where she was bleeding. The bottle also only had Jeff's fingerprints on it, which I think is a little odd um, if Kat was carrying the bottle. And there was a partial thumbprint of Jeff's that was upside down. Like it would be if you were holding a bottle to like hit it over somebody's head. Oh. But the defense was like, what if it was upside down in the bag from the grocery store? What if he was pouring her a drink? If you're pouring it, you're pouring it like this. If you're hitting somebody, you're, whoops, you're hitting it like this. That's why it's like different. Okay. The way that, unless you pour drinks. Stupid. Stupid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I see your point. I actually think maybe some bartenders pour drinks like that. I've seen that before. You know, where they're like throwing it around. The way the bottle was placed also looked a little staged with her cell phone laying down and then the bottle kind of right on it. Um, The cell phone also had a little crack on it, but we don't know when this crack happened. And listen, I, I live with my phone cracked for two years. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this one question. Yeah. Did they have a history of domestic abuse? They did not. Nothing. Okay. They also brought in text messages that they wanted to show they had a volatile relationship. And let me tell you what these text messages said. They were like this. For instance, she says, you don't love me anymore. Just admit it. And Jeff responds, I love you. I want you. And you're so sexy. And then Kat sends him a boob pic. Okay. There was another text message that says she didn't like the way his mother treated her over a holiday. But dude, I'm like, this sounds normal. It sounds real normal. She sent a lot of ranting texts like everything except the boob pic sounds normal. (laughs) Well, for her. Yeah, for her. For her, it's not. It's like. What I saw with all these text messages is she sends rants being like, you don't love me. You think somebody else is hot. Do you think I'm sexy? No, I get it. She's that girl. She's needy. She's super needy. And then he's always She'd have been real pissed off if she was married to my husband. Oh, I know. Right. No, because he is like perfect. He sends her back shit like this. Baby, you're so sexy. I love you. I want you. You're the only one I want. I mean, dude, like, could you imagine, like, your husband keeps sending you that shit? He would be like, I'd probably no. throw up, to be honest. It's like, <laughs> no. I'm part, I, I am totally part of the problem. But listen, Jeff, I think, understood that she needed that affirmation and she needed that, like, he likes, wants to see her sexy body. Yeah. And he did it. I'm like, dude, yeah. this guy is. Yeah, that's nice. This is nice. Yeah. But they were like, this This is volatile. I don't think it's volatile. I think, fuck, if anything, it shows like him. He probably knows. Like, he's like, I don't want to send another one of these stupid text messages. But he does it anyways. Yeah. The prosecutor's story basically was these two got tipsy at dinner, came home, took a bunch of pics. And at some point, Jeff decided he had enough with his wife's frisky and flirtatious behavior on OnlyFans, got jealous overwhelmed, threw her cell phone out the door at 1034, breaking the screen. Then at some point, he hits her over the head with the absinthe bottle outside, moves her a little bit, and then stages the phone and bottle near her. Well, before the jury was even able to hear this story, the prosecution says, you know what? Jeff, you've been sitting in the clink for two years waiting for your trial, and we're not really sure. They didn't really say this, but this is what I know that they're saying. Yeah. We don't really know if we have enough evidence to really get you a conviction, so we're going to offer you an Alfred plea. And if you accept, you can walk out of here right now and only get two years probation. So, an Al- you know what an Alfred plea is? No. So it's an Alfred plea is basically you're saying that they have enough evidence to find you guilty. And so it's it's like this gray area where you're like, I'm guilty and I'll take your 
parole for two years and I'll walk on my way. But it's not saying that you're innocent. So, Jeff. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, it is a stretch. I mean, how hard was this this bottle? I mean, to do to kill somebody in like one. It's a stretch. It's a stretch. So Jeff says, go shove your Alfred plea somewhere the sun don't shine. I didn't kill my wife. That's some balls. Yes, it's balls. I didn't kill my wife. Not taking your plea. Let me tell you, Jeff. You should have taken the plea. Shit. Because jurors be stupid, dude. Oh, my God. That... That is what just the fact that he didn't take the plea is what just convinced me that he was like I was leaning towards innocent. But that is what convinced me he's innocent. Because if you were guilty, you would be like, oh, oh, fuck. Take the plea in like a second. Yeah, Yeah. I've already done two years. What's two more? And then I get on with my merry way. I know. Yeah. So then the ju- the prosecution asked the judge if they could drop Jeff's charges from murder to manslaughter. So, I mean, dude, it's like these people do not have enough to, to convict this guy. Mm-mm. And so the judge agreed that they would put manslaughter on there for the jury. And guess what? They found Jeff West guilty of manslaughter, which he was stunned. I'm stunned. I'm like, how? Really? Doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah. There's not enough. There's just not. You did not convince me by a reasonable doubt that this guy killed his wife. I just can't. So everybody's stunned. And the saddest part about this whole thing is that Lola, his daughter, thought that day that her dad was going to pick her up from school. And when the grandparents got there to pick her up, she thought he would be hiding in the back seat to surprise her. But he wasn't. He was sentenced to 16 years in prison, and this is uh, in February of this year. Um, So he is sitting in prison for the next 16 years while Lola, you know, lost her mom, and now her dad's in prison, and she's being raised by her grandparents. I found Kat's parents online, and they look like they're doing the best that they can. They have some pictures of Lola on there. It's like a super sad, tragic story of this disco biscuit that was lost. But I mean, I'm like, dude, this girl would have been so much fun to take to a piano bar. I swear to you. <laughs> like I was reading this. I was like looking at this whole story. I'm like, she's she's like very fun. So may she rest in peace. Is he appealing? He's going to for sure. For sure. For sure. He's going to appeal. I feel like she fell. I think she fell, too. So I think what happened was, I think she fell. She hit her head real hard. I, I think, think she, they were fighting. Oh, you do? That night. Yeah, I, I think don't think they, they were, were fighting. Like, I think that she went to bed. I think he was like, maybe he's like, dude, you got fucking too drunk. I'm out of here. Like, yeah. Yeah. She went outside to go get some fresh air and run around naked. She was naked, though. She was naked from the, the top down. I don't know. I think absent makes you do crazy things. She had. And she was already a little crazy. Yeah. They did have sex. Or she had. It. It is confirmed that she had sex that night. Um, but they wow. don't. I guess it, there wasn't enough semen or there wasn't semen in there. But it seems to me like they had sex. Okay. And. So maybe they weren't fighting. Maybe he was just annoyed. He was like, I'm just going to bed. Well, I think so, because I think he got annoyed with her drinking. Yeah. Um, Not to say he's not drinking, too, though. So I know. But there's a difference when you're like drinking and someone gets like. Wastoid. Slop like sloppy. sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're like, I don't want to hang out with you. I'm going to bed. Yes. I mean, we've been yeah. there. So mm-hmm. I just have a feeling she hit her head and then kind of walked because there was two kind of spots of blood. I think she stumbled a little bit. Like she tried to get up, stumbled a little bit, and then and then died. Very sad. I know. It's tragic. It's just like it's one of those things, you know, I had a friend who the wife fell off of a golf cart and hit her head and died. Yeah. 
You know, it's just, it's weird. It, yeah. Sometimes shit happens. Crazy That's shit just happens. Weird. Yeah. 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 So take the Alfred plea. That's what I'm saying. If anybody has a. <laughs> Finds yourself in a pickle. Opportunity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even going to be in jail at all anymore. Oh, my God. Do we have a minute to talk about Scott Peterson since we're talking about people that are wrongly convicted? Oh, my God. Okay. So I, yes. So I thought this was kind of interesting because I was doing this case. I think this guy's wrongly convicted. And then this whole Scott Peterson thing came up. And okay. Um, so Scott Peterson recently, there was like another thing. It was on 2020. His sister in law that has been fighting for his case released some taped phone calls between her and him. him yeah. I was really, somebody posted it on the group, whoever did, thank you very much. I was very excited about it. Yeah. For, and thank you for bringing it to my attention. Um, unfortunately, it did not deliver. It was like no new news. It was no, he didn't, I didn't hear him say anything that sounded, it It wasn't even that many. They just kind of re-went over the case. They just re-went over the case. They they put like three phone calls for, what, like, not in five seconds each. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal, but I do think he's innocent. Sorry. So Gretchen's point to you thinking he's innocent is that what they did say is that there are people that saw her at the park that the police did not interview. If any of those people saw her, then Scott didn't kill her. Scott was gone. Scott also, I don't think, killed her and then went back to his house and searched sunflower umbrellas. That was Lacey. Scott was already gone. Lacey was searching sunflower umbrellas. Yeah. So. And there's no, there's no evidence. There's no. No, blood, there's no, no physical anything. evidence. There's, there's no physical evidence. That ties into- they did make some bad choices in saying that Scott went to the Berkeley Marina. So that's where they found her because who knows when she was dumped there. It wasn't like like somebody could have framed him for sure. The Lacey walking the dog, what they said was, oh, we saw no- we found another pregnant lady walking her dog and that fit the same description. But it's like, but you're but the dog was but found those, with the leash yeah. on. Those people are sure of who they saw. I mean, if you watch the other, like the A&E special, yeah. those people are like, we're sure. And we told the police and they didn't come back and talk to us. So, yeah, I think that they built their case around Scott. They shouldn't have released the, the thing that he was in the Berkeley Marina. And what happened, the other big thing that is like, oh, he didn't, he didn't do it, is that the house across the street was robbed and the police are saying that it happened on Christmas. Like, they're saying it happened on Christmas Day or the day after Christmas. And it's impossible. It could not have happened then because the house directly across the street was Lacey and Scott's and it was swarming with reporters. There was no end news vans. There is no way that house could have been robbed then. What happened was Lacey, and everybody says this that knows her, she was feisty. She saw this house getting robbed. She got back from, you know, walking the dog. She saw, and it's like, what are you doing taking that TV? And ended up getting herself killed. I think that's a very likely possibility. And it's terrible. It's horrible. And it's also horrible that she was married to a total fucking asshole. The like, only thing is that I just can't wrap my head around is that he told Amber Fry, I lost my wife. Like, you either are psychic. Yeah. Or you killed her. But I think he's just a sociopath. I would like to hear from more people that said, and that that is where I think Mark Garagos really blew the case. Like, Mark Garagos actually did a terrible job. He did not do a great job. I think he should have defended it saying like, we are not disputing Scott is an asshole. And I have all of these witnesses from Scott's past that are going to tell you, like, other women. You brought up this point. Yeah. There should have been other women that Scott had more affairs. Yeah. So his in the or in this 2020, the sister-in-law says 
Scott went on business trips. Scott had affairs, but we never heard about other affairs. If it wasn't We need just to hear more. Yeah. Because he knew Amber Fry for what, 16 days? It was nothing. Right? Yeah. But we and so the whole theory is that he wants to leave his whole entire life for this one girl that he just met. But if he was having multiple affairs, if he had more Amber Fries out there where it's just like this guy is just such a douche, he's he's cheating on Lacey all the time, then yeah. we're not going to believe that he is going to leave his whole entire existence yeah. for one person. But yeah, it did make it seem like, you know, him and Amber had a picture at this birth or at the Christmas party together. And so it made it seem like they were so much, they were in love, you know, but 16 days of love is, is not. No, I think his defense should have been a bunch of people who were like, oh, he's a total liar. Yeah. And a jerk. Like, this is not anything. This isn't unusual behavior. This is how he rolls all the time. Right. Yes. But every time I say something about Scott Peterson, you people write me and tell me that I'm wrong. So it's okay. You can keep telling me. I just, I, there are just a couple of things where I'm like, so that. I know, I know. But I just follow the evidence. I hope he gets a retrial. I at least want him to get a retrial. Yeah. I think a retrial would. And then we can. Yeah. Put, put it to, put it to bed. And I just, I feel so sorry for his family. I mean, his poor mother died. I mean, they've been oh, through hell. No. I mean, they're like driving their ass up to San Quentin. Oh, my God. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Yeah. I bet there's no good restaurants. It doesn't sound fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun up there. Just saying. I mean, California I'm... in general, it's not fun right now at all. Oh, my God. Oh, I bet they haven't been able to see him at all. Oh, yeah, they probably haven't, actually. Actually, that's probably a relief. But it's a death penalty. They're probably doing it out of obligation. Or he's on, oh, he he was on death row. Do you, Are you allowed to see death row inmates or are they, like, not allowed to get visitors? No, you're allowed to see death oh. row inmates. You know, they just put to death somebody here in Texas. They did. Yesterday, I think. Yeah. Shoot. Um, There was no media coverage, I guess, and that's something that usually there is, but they said there was a glitch in the system. I don't know. How do they do death in Texas? Electric chair. Still with no, the electric just chair. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like real inhumane. Um, no, lethal injection. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. No. I don't. So this particular guy looked it up. He killed his aunt. His like elderly aunt. Um, which is really awful for drug money. He was a drug addict. Uh, yeah. And he was young um, when he did it. And so I have a hard time with those kind of death penalty cases. Like, I don't, like, children, fine. I know what you mean. You know yeah. what I mean? Children, like, fine. If they're, like, some kind of, like, serial rapist or pedophile, fine. I feel like there's no chance that they're going to get rehabbed yes. or anything. Fine. But this guy was a drug addict, which I don't, I have no place in my, like, whole existence that I think being a drug addict is um, acceptable. Or, but it happens. Yeah, it happens. He could contribute to society. If you get off of drugs and you are a different person, maybe living in the clink for your life is fine. Like, yeah, I just don't... he could listen. He could be one of those like clergy in the clink That's people right. or he could educate himself and be one of those inmates that trains dogs. Yeah, so that's... That help children so this that is, need it. This, that's I think where, that is, yeah, yeah. That's where I have I'm, I'm a hard you. time with the death penalty for something like that, you know? Yeah, I agree. Right. I would agree with that. Yeah. Ooh, you know what else is hot this week is that fucking Danny Masterson case. I am following that shit. <sighs> I know you are. Oh, my God. Okay, so if you want to be psycho like me, you go on the Tony Ortega underground bunker blog, and he is 
typing from the courtroom, telling you everything the people are saying. It's amazing. And he's telling you like what family members are there, like with Danny, who he's with. And Danny, that mofo, had the nerve. He posts a picture on his Instagram with him and his wife. At the courthouse? No. A selfie of them in the car. And he says, and it said uh, something like, I have the prettiest Uber driver in the world dropping me off at school. At school? Mm-hmm. Well, I hope he gets schooled. Oh, he's getting schooled. Listen, from what I'm watching, first of all, he has a lady boss judge. Okay. Oh, okay. And, you know, he has famed attorney, Massaro. Okay. This lady boss is not taking shit. Good. Massaro keeps trying to throw out all the Scientology business, mm-hmm. saying like that, ha- you know, like saying like, oh, they just, you so you didn't come forward. And she's, this judge, what is awesome, is allowing the fact that they are putting it into context that if they would have pushed it at the time, they would have been declared suppressive people and lost their family and everything. And that is so important to all of it because that's why they took the steps that they did at the time. If you understand, you know, but if you leave the Scientology part out of it, then, you know, they don't have as strong of a case. So I'm like, oh, I think he is. This is just the preliminary hearing. So we don't even know if he's like officially going to be charged. Okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah. So I think he's going down and I'm going to have a party when he does. I hate him. (laughs) Um, Okay. So you guys, Gretchen did a bonus case. If you are not on our Patreon, it was really good last week. It's about this lady named Brenda who is on the death row in Oklahoma and it's a great case. So if you want to check it out, go to patreon.com forward slash housewives, a true crime. And there's a lot of bonus content on there. If you like to just hear us shoot the shit, we do that. If you want to hear extra I also case, did a whole case about Danny Masterson on the bonus crime. If yes, you want to hear more did. about my opinion. <laughs> you did. Thank you. Always like to hear your opinion. And, you know, we're on the group on Facebook. We have a Housewives of True Crime group. We also have a Housewives of True Crime just general page. We also have a keto diet page. We also have Instagram. And if you want to give us a shout out, we'll give you a shout out. And that really helps us. So thank you, Mandy Mandy J. She always is very nice about giving us a little shout. And Taryn, thank you so much. I was just looking through my pictures. I had posted this picture. I was a little tipsy in San Antonio of the vending machine. Did you see that at the piano bar? Oh, it had like cigarettes or something. All cigarettes. Is that the craziest shit? I was like, that's funny. It's they even accept credit cards. People smoke a lot in Texas. Well, there is one town near me that I think you can still. Well, I think you can still smoke inside the town, inside inside the restaurant. You know, but no, I don't. I don't see a lot of around here. I, you don't, I, you don't, I don't see anyone smoking here except children. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Like I see teenagers, teenagers smoke. Mm-hmm. like, are they smoking the, the vape pen? Or are smo- they? No, they're smoking straight up cigarettes. cigarettes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. just seems it's like so making a comeback. Idiotic. Totally gross. Totally gross. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you smoke cigarettes, you're probably addicted at this point and you wish in your mind that you didn't smoke cigarettes, right? Yeah. Everybody else should not be smoking. No, everything. Nobody take that up yeah. on. You know, our editor, Damian, he smoked cigarettes and he stopped. I think he's on like a year. Oh. Done. Yeah. So good job. Congrats to him. I know. Damian, do we need to mail you some Nicorette? No, or I think some, he's some good. The he doesn't gum or the know. patches. I need to get him. I still need to send his birthday gift. You didn't do that. No, I'm bad. I'm. I have your birthday gift too, still sitting on my counter. I'm really bad about shit like that. You know me. 
still working on everything I need to work on. I'm a 99%er. What can I say? I get 99% there. Well, I don't care about my birthday gift, but I know it was his birthday like a while ago. Yes, I know. I know. Bad. Sorry. He's so good. He always wishes me happy birthday. I know. Mother's Day. He's, He's the really best. nice to us. He's the best. All right. Anyhow. Anywho. Anywho. Clink, clink, guys. Clink, clink.